In 2019, the Trump administration proposed a rule that if it's finalized, would allow U.S. states to import lower-priced prescription drugs from Canada. Although the rules intended to reduce spending on drugs by U.S. patients and U.S. states and increase access to medication, both its legality and its expected efficacy have been questioned. I'm Stephen Morrissey, Managing Editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm talking with Rachel Sachs, an Associate Professor of Law at Washington University in St. Louis. Professor Sachs has co-authored a perspective article about the legal and practical problems with the administration's drug importation proposal. Professor Sachs, in your perspective article, you mentioned the pressure that this Trump administration has been under to permit importation of prescription drugs. Why has that policy been an important component of so many plans for addressing high drug prices? So American patients are increasingly reporting that they have difficulty affording their prescription drugs. And in the face of relative inaction from the federal government, we've seen state governments try to take action themselves to help out their citizens, but then also to reduce their own spending. And part of the reason we've seen the Trump administration put forward this proposal now is that it's being prompted to do so by the many states, both red, blue, and purple, who are enacting their own drug importation pieces of legislation. All of these pieces of legislation require the federal government itself to sign off on the state plan. States know that they can't do this on their own. And so now the federal government is feeling pressure to act in response. So why didn't the Trump administration adopt a federal drug importation program? Why leave it to the states to develop their own programs? It's not entirely clear to us why the administration has chosen to do this on a state level rather than a federal level. There are a few options we can certainly hypothesize, but without additional information, it's hard to say for sure. So certain possibilities include the recognition that the needs of each state will be different and that different states might choose to import different kinds of products. But also, we ought to be concerned by the fact that this law permitting the federal government to engage in the importation of drugs from Canada has been around for almost 20 years now, and no Secretary of Health and Human Services, no Food and Drug Administration official has yet been willing to make the required statutory certification regarding that the drugs are safe and that it would significantly reduce the cost of products for Americans. And it may be that the administration doesn't feel confident in its ability to make that certification now and is hoping that states will be able to make the certification for them. So if the legal authority isn't new, what about the current proposal is legally dubious? So a number of factors about the way in which this proposal is designed render it to be somewhat questionable from a legal perspective. So it's clear that the federal government has the authority itself to both make the required certification to Congress that the imported drugs are safe and that they will reduce costs significantly, and then to engage in a federal program of importation. But it's less clear that the administration can delegate that authority to states or other actors, which is what it seeks to do here in this proposal. So first, the administration is trying to certify to Congress that any 
program it approves would be safe and would save money. But it's not clear that that certification can, in fact, be made before any such state plans are evaluated and approved. It's also not clear that the administration can show in a way that's not arbitrary that importation will, in fact, save money, another potential concern. And then third and finally, it's odd to see the federal government devolving these responsibilities to states when it's the federal government that has the relevant information that would be needed to demonstrate safety in particular. So the FDA has all of the relevant information, or at least has the legal authority to gather the relevant information about supply chain security and the like. But it's really difficult, if not impossible, for states to gather that information. And it's puzzling to see the federal government asking the states to try to do so. So given all of that, would you expect that this rule would be challenged in court? It would not at all be surprising to see the proposal challenged in court once it is finalized. Now that we've seen comments come in on the proposed rule, several of them, particularly from industry actors, talk about the many different kinds of legal challenges they could imagine this proposal facing. So like many of the other administration's drug pricing initiatives, it would be likely to face legal action. Some of those other proposals have been blocked in court. Many others remain pending rather than finalized. And here there's the added pressure from states to make the federal government act in a way that is not present for some of those other proposals. So you might well imagine that the federal government will finalize this proposal and that it will be quickly challenged in court. And what has been the reaction from the states? Do you think that if it makes it through court challenges that many states would adopt it? Many states have already adopted it. We've already seen a number of states not only pass laws, that would require them to submit importation plans for approval to the federal government. But we've also seen many additional states propose such laws, and these pressures on states are only increasing, particularly given the diverse political makeup of the states who are making these requests of the federal government. I would certainly expect these states to push forward with their requests. Some have already submitted plans to the federal government. And this is just one of many strategies that these states are adopting to try to lower the prices of prescription drugs they are paying and their citizens are paying. And looked at from the other side of the border, how do you think that Canadian regulators are going to respond if states do start importing drugs or attempting to import drugs? I think the relevant insight, exactly as you just put it, is that the Canadian government will seek to respond. And HHS's proposal here does not explicitly grapple with the potential impacts of Canadian response. Interestingly, the FDA put out its own analysis of what might happen if this proposal were to be finalized. And the FDA recognized that Canadian regulatory agencies or other actors might respond, such as by limiting the supply of products which could be exported to the U.S. And so given the likely response by the Canadian government, the FDA questioned 
whether there would be any benefits of this proposal. So finally, what other kinds of actions could the Trump administration take without congressional involvement that would be perhaps more legally sound and more likely to have a long-term effect on drug prices? Without additional authority from Congress, the Trump administration has the greatest legal authority to reduce drug prices within the confines of insurance programs that it already administers, which is to say Medicare and Medicaid. And particularly within the Medicare program, we've seen the Trump administration propose bold actions both within Medicare Part B and Part D that would reduce the cost of drugs, reduce the prices of drugs for those programs. Within Part B, the administration has proposed an advance notice of proposed rulemaking, which would tie the prices paid for drugs within Part B to an international pricing index and significantly reduce those prices. And within Part D, the administration had previously proposed several actions which would punish pharmaceutical companies for raising their prices particularly quickly. Now, the administration backed away from those actions within Part D. It finalized a rule that did not include those protections, but it certainly could have. And within Part B, the administration has not yet advanced the IPI, the International Pricing Index, even to the notice of proposed rulemaking stage, although it has said a number of times that it plans to do so and When I last looked, it appeared that the administration still stated that the notice of proposed rulemaking was going to be published in November of 2019, given that it's now April and the administration is occupied elsewhere, as is the rest of the government. I think it's not clear when that might be put forward, if at all. Thank you, Professor Sachs.